Empire. Remember those days when you'd bet your friends on just about anything? There's an app for that. Our target customer is a bit more casual. So think, you know, 18 to 30, 35, probably new to kind of fantasy or wagering, but they're a sports fan. That's Dylan Robbins, CEO of Lucra Sports, who envisions a modern world for the friendly wager. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. In this wave of sports betting, micro betting, peer-to-peer betting, there continues to be less and less space for those looking to carve out a lane in the legalized gambling space. So this conversation with Dylan Robbins was intriguing because it takes old ideas of social interaction, marries them with modern technology, and uses shifting legalities. Our guest this week is Dylan Robbins. He's the founder and the CEO of Lucra Sports, which is a peer-to-peer social platform where users challenge their friends to win real money on over 100 different types of competitions. Hey, Dylan, how are you? Hey, Ram, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, tell me a little bit about Lucra. What do you guys do? Lucra is the new one-stop shop for social contests with your friends for real money. So whether it's you know picking your favorite players in the sports you watch, you know, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers touchdowns or LeBron James versus Kevin Durant points or challenging your friends head to head in the games that you play. Cornhole, darts, beer pong, a fitness challenge. Uh, maybe it's a game of Wordle. You name it. You can huh. challenge your friends on almost anything on Lucra uh, in a social and fun way. And the key thing is we help you figure out who actually has bragging rights. No more reminding your friends on Venmo. No more chasing them down for cash. And then no more figuring out actually who's up and who's down. We get we got all the leaderboards and the stats and the tracking and and, and plenty of time for smack talk on Lucra. Okay, uh, tell me about the money. Does it get transferred through the site, or do you just get bragging rights here? Yeah, it's a hundred. It's really important for us that a hundred percent of the money flows through the Lucra site. We think it's important to build trust. Um, you're playing mostly with your friends, but you can also play with people that you don't know. Uh, so we escrow all the money. Um, you can deposit through credit card, debit card, or through your bank account. And then once you create a contest, the money is, is escrowed on our platform until you finish, uh, and, then, and then we pay out the winner. Okay. Um, tell me um, a little bit about the let's, – let's talk about the real sports part first. Are you guys providing lines or no? No. So it's important to note that the you know, Lucra is a skill-based game, uh, so it's important for our users to create their own contest. So we may provide you some recommended matchups, Hey, you know, the Bills are playing the Chiefs tonight. So what about Allen versus Mahomes? Well, you pick your own stat. So touchdowns, interceptions, passing yards, and then your own line and your own odds. So, uh, we actually don't use the words odds. We're, we're really built for casual fans. And so we're trying to make it even simpler. About 90% of our contests are just heads up, you know, touchdowns versus touchdowns with no spreads or odds. Uh, but we do have the option for you to customize anything you want. And that allows us because all of our contests are multiplayer. You can choose athletes in different sports. So I could say, hey, Bram, I think that Brady's going to have more touchdowns than Steph Curry in tonight's game. <laughs> not so these you, days, but you, okay. Your, yeah, not, not <laughs> the, correct. Not these days. Maybe I should pick Mahomes there. But uh, I'm a still Brady believer, so we'll see. Okay. All right. And then so you choose this, and then you can, what, offer it on the site? Because you had said that this is not just between friends. You could offer this to yeah. anybody who'd want to take part in it. Exactly. So there are three ways to share. So first and foremost, you can share it with your friends. I can send you a text. I get you have a QR code you can get. 
Um, and you know, over half of our contests are played amongst friends on the platform. Number two is you can share it to a group. So you can have a group of buddies that you watch football with or in your fantasy league, and you can share it to that group of friends. And number three is we have our public feed where you can post it to anybody on the Looper platform, kind of offer that up to the market and see if somebody else wants to bite. How did you come up with this? Where, where did this come from? It was all from user experience. You know, I was at Duke University in 2011, you know, sitting on my couch watching football with my buddies and DraftKings and FanDuel were paving the way with fantasy sports. It was all just starting then. Um, and I was on all these platforms. I still am today. I'm an avid fan. I'm an avid um, uh, participant in all this stuff. But my friends were looking for something much more social. They didn't want to play against the casino. They didn't want to play against the bookie. They wanted to have $5 contests with me, you know, for, or for a beer or for a burger, right? Yeah. And I think that's something cool that we're also thinking about is, you know, how do you desensitize this for casual fans? And for us, one of our big entry points is social. So that's kind of how it all started was build a safe, approachable platform where you could put five bucks on the line. It's not about winning big or bankrupting your buddies. It's about the smack talk and the gamification of these fun contests with friends. It's, it's interesting you bring up um, other options besides money that could be transferred. Are you thinking about this in a sports bar, in a restaurant, where um, yeah. a loser could end up paying for a beer through Lucra? Yeah, we're, so we're, we're thinking a lot about this. We're actually building a lot of technology right now, kind of around a, you know, challenge your friends for a consumer product, whether it's a Bud Light or a burger or a Peloton class, you name it. So like, we're thinking, how can we expand this outside of just dollars? And whether that's partnering with sports bars themselves or partnering with brands, which is an interesting monetization strategy for us where they could advertise on our platform. So, you know, uh, I'll challenge you for our late night pizza. And the winner actually maybe gets the late night pizza delivered to their apartment. And that's really important for us when we talk to casual fans. A lot of them have a stigma against dollars. But all of a sudden you bring in um, a pizza and they're like, yeah, I'll put a pizza on the line. I'm going to eat the pizza anyway, right? And so, so especially with our target demographic of younger younger folks uh, playing on the product, uh, we think this kind of challenge your friend for a consumer item concept could be really exciting. So we're, we're doing a lot of work on it right now. Okay. Um, all right. So you just said target demographic. I'm curious what you think that is. Um, obviously... I would imagine you think there's crossover with the customer acquisition that's happened for all the sports betting platforms, and yet maybe you're looking at a different consumer. How are you kind of viewing the people that would use this? It's a great question. Um, so I think generally speaking, we have said we want to target the casual fan. Now, while, of course, we have many players on our platform where we're probably taking a share of wallet from some of the traditional players, our target customer is a bit more casual. So I think you know, 18 to 30, 35, probably new to kind of fantasy or wagering, but they're a sports fan uh, and they want to try something fun and casual with their friends. And so uh, we're about 20% female on our platform, which is really exciting. About a third of the people on Lucra have not really done any sort of sports betting before. So, uh, and this is, you know, since Lucra is a sports betting and it's more of this fun, skill-based, gamified experience, um, it seems to be much more approachable for those fans. So uh, while we do have a lot of avid fantasy sports players on our platform, um, those players are playing with each other. And then we've got, you know, people like my spouse who uh, is a casual sports fan, um, but will put 10 bucks in the line with me when it's on Lucra. And to be clear, you don't consider that you'll be a competitor for DraftKings or FanDuel, right? We think, we, we think we're going to be a great partner for them one day. Right. I think that we are a great opportunity to kind of bridge the gap between their really avid fan, like the Dillons of the world who are on the DraftKings and the FanDuel, and the, the much more casual fans who... Maybe they're not ready to place a traditional sports bet, but they but they just put ten bucks on the bar on a darts game with their friends. 
Now they're, they're now they're engaging in real money contests on a Lucre platform, which is a which is something we can eventually probably move them into something like drafting down the road. And so I think it, I think it's an interesting partnership opportunity as we continue to grow. Okay. Um, so and then on last thing on competing with them, you know the money that they're spending to acquire customers, especially when any jurisdiction turns. And like where I live in Maryland, it just literally turned the other day yeah. for mobile gambling. Yeah. Um, like. How do you kind of view getting into different marketplaces when that kind of budget is being formed to try to acquire customers? Yeah, it's, and it's a, it's a really fun challenge. Um, it's certainly not easy, um, but it also it reiterates why we're targeting that different customer. If we were going to go try and target the same customer with DraftKings, we'd have to spend a thousand dollars a customer. Our our customer is not really focused on the five hundred dollar deposit match. That's not why they're joining. They, they need that social different element. So our our customer acquisition strategy is much more network effect based. So we'll try to maybe onboard brand, right? We'll spend the $100 onboard brand, maybe through it's our campus ambassador program, maybe through it's a promotion, maybe through an influencer partnership, and then brand hopefully refers a couple of them, right? And so that's really the key for us is right now we have, you know, over one and a half referrals per user, which is quite, which is quite high because Lucra works better when there's other people that you know on the platform. And so a big part of our, of our investment thesis for our investors and our strategy is keeping CAC low, keep the CAC below 100, um, which I think is a pretty competitive number in our industry. Um, and then I even amortize that CAC further across these referrals that, that, that people have on our platform. So that's a big part of our, our strategy. This episode is brought to you by Chalk and Dog, which brings together the vast experience and expertise of two of the brightest agencies in media, sports, wagering, and gaming. With deep roots in the UK and the US, the agency offers expert guidance in everything from market entry to market expansion for startups as well as established global brands powered by best-in-class communication and creative experts. Chalk and Dog has vast international experience and delivers results-oriented, tailor-made solutions for B2B and B2C organizations. Take me through the legality of what you're doing. Um, like, so these, the betting operators have to wait until it is completely legalized. But some of the things that you're talking about here are peer-to-peer games of skill. I know that that was used in the past or yeah. we're betting on a game of cornhole against one another or darts or whatever it may be. I don't know. Like, can you kind of take me through how you've thought about spreading this out in places where maybe sports gambling hasn't been legalized yet? Yeah, and that's and that's been a big part of our strategy is try to create as a legal, lighthearted game um, that is available in more states than the traditional sports betting markets. And you know, kind of starting with your first question, your second question on the recreational game. You know, as long as our users are participating in the contest. So if if you and I are playing a game of darts. Um, we're going to be considered very cleanly a skill-based game in many states, over 40 in the U.S., uh, per our legal opinion. And so uh, the key for us is I can't take a, a contest on you and somebody else, right? I, you and I have to be participating in that wager to have that skill. So as you mentioned, the skill-based game aspect is really important on the recreational side. On the sports uh, contest side, there's a variety of factors. We're peer-to-peer. We're not the house. We're not booking any bets. We're completely indifferent to the winner. Um, we don't provide any Las Vegas lines or spreads. So it adds a dramatic amount of skill. We've done a lot of PhD studies and skill-based stats analyses on all of our contests. And you can see the players that are creating these contests have a tremendous amount of skill compared to uh, others on the platform. Um, and we, we don't take any fees from the loser. 
So there's no like contest entry fee on Lucra. If you and I put $10 on the line um, and you lose, you just lose your $10. So it's actually free to lose. The winner will pay a small 5% yeah. fee uh, on their contest. Okay. So it's a variety of different, of different uh, things put together to create the pie of what Lucra is. Um, but a big part of our focus has always been compliance, legal opinions, anti-money laundry policies, you know, KYC, information security, you name it. Um, and so we've been always following the, regula- the regulations closely as they continue to change. And I assume that the money must be deposited in before you'd allow any bet of any sort to actually occur so sure. that you're not chase, literally correct. chasing anybody correct. down, right? Yeah, that, correct. So the money's always deposited in. And before that, you've got to go through all those KYC processes, you know, scan your ID, kind of similar to what you see in a lot of the sports books. We follow a lot of those similar processes as well. Okay. Um, we've heard a lot about through a number of different providers, some of this sort and others that are the gambling part that the maintaining of the customer is the hardest part of the whole thing that they can make a million offers and bring people in and they can do all these different things. As you think through the second step, which is after acquiring them, how do we keep them here? Um, how do you think through that process? Yeah, you know, I, I'll, I think that's one of the cool things about our business is for, for us, that seems to be the easier part. You know, our product is so social that even if you have one or two friends on the platform, we see really high engagement. It becomes part of these people's daily routines. That's why I mentioned Wordle. Wordle is our top played recreational game huh. because people play it. They play it every day, right? So they, they post, you know, those family group chats with grandma and your, yeah. your mom and your aunt and your uncle. People are throwing in the $5 Wordle looper contest. And somebody in their family is accepting it. And then we have a rematch button to go back every day. So our retention and our engagement. What? Of who's going to get it in less tries? Of who's going to get it in less tries? Who's going to get it in less tries? Okay. (laughs) And people do it for an average of $1 to $5 every day. And that's really great engagement for us. You know, we're seeing kind of almost every other day session usage usage by our customers. And so it's becoming, um, we're really focused on the user acquisition side because we don't have the budget of the big players because we're new. It's all about getting new users for us. Our our engagement piece, because of the social aspect, um, I think is quite strong. So we're doing we're doing a lot of fun gamification and leaderboards and share the social media and things like that to continue to enhance that process. Um, but um, it's I think one of the perks of our business is because it's so social. Um, that's actually quite uh, a nice a nice win for us. Uh, I know this is an audio podcast, but I'd love to hear you describe how do you use it. What what is how does how does the how does a user use your app? So like kind of walk you through a contest, yeah. for example. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's, we'll, we'll kind of take both, for example. So on the recreational side, you know, you and I are Sunday and not raining here in New York and we're maybe playing golf and we're out on the first tee and I say, Hey, Bram, um, 10 bucks says, you know, I'll take you on the front nine. You know, I think I've got you today. I'll pull out my Lucro app. I'll, we're already friends on the platform. And if we're not, no problem. I'll go to the, our, our recreational games. I'll click golf front nine and I'll just hold up my phone. And they've got a big QR code right there. You can scan it. The contest locks, takes our, takes our money. It's escrowed. We go and we play, have a nice round of golf. We finish. You got me today. And we go into the app and we both agree. Bram won the contest and the contest immediately pays out to those users. Uh, then we have all the tracking in the staff and the leaderboards across all the contests that we've played. Um, our contest dispute rate is less than 1%. So, you know, these are contests being played amongst friends. So they're generally agreed on the outcome. On our sports contest, you know, it's, it's Sunday afternoon, uh, and, uh, the, the Buccaneers are playing the Packers. You get a push notification from Luca that says, Hey, who you got in today's game? You know, Brady or Rogers. You click that. It brings you to a recommended contest, your, your stat, you pick your line and you share it with a friend. Uh, we have all the real time data through our sports data provider. So as soon as that football game ends, it immediately 
uh, pays out the winner. So we have manual settlement on the rec- manual settlement on the recreational games. But we have data settlement on our sports contest. Okay. Um, I know you know that if I played golf with somebody and we bet 10 bucks on the front nine, I could just hand somebody a $10 bill if I were to lose. Yeah. So how do you incentivize them to take the extra step and use this yeah. app instead of just me handing them a beer or 10 bucks or whatever it is at the end exactly. of the day? Exactly. So, so three important notes. Obviously, this is a question we get a lot. Uh, and the three things I say are, first and foremost, our recreational games product is 100% free. So we're not going to charge you a fee to do that, right? And so that's a, a key factor. If you were, why would you go pay 5% if I could just hand you 10 bucks? I get that. We get that. So that's a free product. Number two is how often does your friend actually not hand you 10 bucks? Or they say, hey, I'll get you later. Or I'll pay you on Venmo. And you're clicking remind, remind. We talk to a lot of customers, a lot of fans. This is like the number one pain point in social uh, contests for real money is it's hard to get people to pay up. So having the money escrowed on the platform is, is really important for people. And then number three, especially for our millennial and Gen Z demographic, they want the stats. They want the leaderboards. Uh, they want to get the gamification. If I Venmo you this, it's a black hole. I never know who's up or who's down. And we have stats broken down by sport, by contest, by player, by month, by week. You know, it's all the stats that you want with your friends. Uh, and you can share those and talk shit, right? And I think that's what's really fun uh, for people um, in our demographic. So it's, it's, and that's why it's free, right? And we and our goal is onboard customers through that product, convert them over to our sports product, and monetize them for our brand partners. And so it's it's for us um, all about you know getting that one proof point. And once people play, they have a great experience. So what we're doing is we're actually partnering with golf courses around the country, right? And we're saying when you come up to that first tee uh, and you get to the you, or when you come into the pro shop, uh, there'll be a QR code there that says, hey, you, you know, want a free sleeve of ball or you want to play around for free? Uh try a looper contest, right? And so we'll get you on there with a $25 or $30 customer acquisition. And then you play it the first time. You say, wow, this is actually really easy. I'm going to use this now. And so that's kind of our our strategy is just get people to play that first contest. Um, and they'll see that this is just as easy as, as handing $10 in cash. All right. That's really cool. Um, all right. Last thing. Well, you mentioned Wordle. So are there any other things that are popular that you are surprised by that people are playing yeah. against one another? Yeah, I mean, our top three are, I would not have guessed any of them. So number one is Wordle. Uh, number two is Staring Contest. <laughs> a lot of people playing Staring Contest. We, so we partner with influencers around the country, and it's gone a little bit viral on, on Instagram and TikTok. We've got influencers doing Staring Contests with each other, and people are playing these Staring Contests, um, which is a skill-based game. Um, and so that's pretty interesting. Um, we've got things like, uh, you know, you know, beer pong is quite popular in our college demographic. Golf is quite popular. Video games are quite popular. Fitness challenges. You know, we, we, we are a, a proud sponsor of the Spartan race, Tough Mudder. Um, so we were just activating last weekend at their LA event. So you can challenge your friends who's going to have a faster race time or who can hold a longer plank, uh, who can do more pushups. So we're, we're keeping people healthy, uh, with some friendly competition. Um, so there's a, a variety of fun contests. We got arm wrestling and all these fun things out there that people are, are engaging in. That's really cool. Dylan Robbins is the founder and the CEO of Lucra Sports. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. On the next Future Sport Podcast, we'll touch base with one of the biggest sports betting providers on servicing the modern client. You know, this year we're really focusing on okay, let, let's continue to acquire customers, but let's, you know, now that we have awareness, let's acquire the right, the right customers. Let's acquire the profitable customers as we look toward, you know, getting our the digital business, uh, you know, to profitability. And let's, you know, focus on retaining those customers. 
That's Dan Shapiro, Senior Vice President and Chief Development Officer at Caesars Sportsbook as they transition from acquisition to full experiential service for their customers. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Brad Weinstein.